Hard. My American. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. Hard. My American. Global awakening to the new world order. Hard. My American. Artificial intelligence. Mondrogan. Hard. My American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. What is going on, everybody? Hey, we are here. <laughs> Davy Boy is in Texas. <laughs> the Boba Fett. I made it, I made it dude. dude. I don't have very many clean clothes right now, so this is uh, <laughs> hey, slim pickings, dude. I get it, man. At least your water's working. We're having water issues at our house again. So, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah, so anyway... There's like a crack in our pipe somewhere. So we have to like shut off the water down to this, you know, the city water. So we have yeah. to shut that off and then shut it back on or turn it back on anytime we want to use the water. So it's great. Hopefully I'm we'll sorry, get it fixed. Uh, you know, well, this is this is the uh, first time that I've I've seen your face in like uh, a freaking week. dude. I know. Uh, I got I got to talk to you on the phone uh, once on the trip. I thought it was going to be easier to do like uh zoom calls and to do like uh you know videos and stuff for patreon but it was rough dude <clears throat> it was a long drive yeah and uh i realized how sketchy the roads were and i'm like dude i <laughs> like if i'm not focused 100 percent, like no i'm probably gonna die out here yeah i'm one of those guys that like uses the iphone maps you know what i mean like as i'm oh, driving so i'm like yeah okay well, well, well it, said, it said to turn back there what a yeah, I feel like one wrong turn would have put us out in like Mexico. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So I, I was trying to prevent that, but yeah, you would have had anyways, some sort yeah. of like cartel encounter. Yeah, no, it was, uh, dude. It's it's cool, man. We're we're um, it's a little bare bones right now for me, so I apologize on that end. But uh, we're still, you know, we got everything in the house, and we're you know slowly unpacking uh everything that we need to i'm in my my toy room right now which is pretty dope oh dang dude yeah you can't tell but these are i got boxes covering the entire room so i'm i'm working on that right now but love the neighborhood uh we have a really nice neighborhood uh lots of kids like super it's like a community neighborhood you know you go into like this entryway and there's all everybody's decked out halloween stuff which is kind of weird you know but it's kind of nice that's not weird dude It's, it's almost halloween well, I know, but I've never seen so many like Halloween decorations on houses. I feel like we're we need to get our shit together. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of like, like it's like that one house in Longview. You know what I mean? That one guy. Yeah, that's that... like majority of the houses in this neighborhood. Oh, it's damn. crazy. So. Um, but no, dude, it's uh, we're trying to like figure everything out. We went down to the Capitol yesterday. Uh, my mother in law's here. Uh, she took the or flew the kids in, so we took her to the Capitol. We're going to, we were going to go to San Antonio today. I think we still might, but it's going to be really hot today. So we're, we're debating on like whether we should do that um, or not, but we're just trying to like get the lay of the landscape out and figure it out, you know? Oh yeah. Uh, It is nice. We're, I'm not used to being by everything. Like there's literally everything you could imagine is within seven minutes from the house. So it's, that's kind of cool. And you know, it's nice, dude. I just, I, I'm excited to get adjusted. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, uh, I know we're going to meet up with uh, Ross and, and those guys, I think, middle of next week to kind of get the studio, you know, kind of looked at and figured out. And hopefully, we'll get back to normal here soon. 
Yeah. And so I know that we were going to wait until Chris got there and then you guys were going to go in kind of just to do a one-stop shop. That way you don't yeah. have to revisit everything. But um, I think he'll be there, what, Wednesday-ish? Yeah. And I, I talked to the guys and I told them, hey, I just got in. And, uh, you know, I, I said Chris is going to be in like Tuesday, Wednesday. So we'll, we'll get a hold of him in next week. And I want to get back to some normalcy, you know, like oh, it's yeah. weird to not have a studio and uh, not have stuff going. So it just, uh, I can't wait to get everything going again. Dude, I can't wait to see what it's going to look like. I'm, a, I'm just excited yeah, to have, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it'll be, um, I think it'll be nice, dude. I, I'm ex- I, It's going to take some time to like figure out exactly what we're going to do, but I think it'll be really clean. And I know we, I, we actually got some comments saying that they liked the studio once we started getting all the stuff off the wall, like just the wood and the clean look. Yeah. So, um, I think we're going to try to keep it very clean, but I think, uh, you know, I think the cameras are going to look great and, uh, you know, I think it's going to sound good and, and, uh, we're going to add our touch to it. So I don't know what that is yet until we see it, but, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be nice. And your studio looks great by the way. Oh, I yeah. know it's uh, literally shoulder, shoulder, but it's, it's nice, dude. Yeah. It's, it's literally, I cannot extend my arms. I can't do like the full wingspan thing. So it's, uh, if you're claustrophobic at all, you would never be able to fit in this room. So big Ron ain't getting in there. No. No one, I mean, I, I do have like this little side door here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like they could, yeah. they could fit off the, uh, the side there, just stick out a boom mic or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's all good. I yeah. mean, this is like the perfect setup for me as far as, you know, the kids are all upstairs, you know, yeah. this is all surrounded in wood because it's literally a sauna. So yeah, yes, I don't know. I mean, no, it's good, man. I talked to Chris yesterday. I haven't even got a chance to talk to him much, but I called him yesterday and he was uh, a few hours from Idaho or an hour from Idaho or something. And mm-hmm. so he's he's making his travels and I was just letting him know, like, ah, bro, when you get to New Mexico, prepare yourself. Uh, I hope you can get good gas mileage. So <laughs> it was it was crazy, bro. Like, what do you mean? Uh, so, you know, as far as like the trip, like, you know, just to break it down, like I, I had this 26 foot U-Haul and then I had my K5 Blazer on a trailer behind that. So I was, I swear to you, I was damn near as long as a, as a semi truck. It was insane how, <laughs> how long I was. Uh, with that said, it was packed. Humble and, brag. Um, no, it's good. Oh dude, it was so heavy. And so like when we were crossing in from, um, Washington, Washington into Idaho, or, I'm sorry, Oregon into Idaho, um, that passed there, like. I was going about 20 miles per hour up the hill. I mean, it was like chugging, dude. Just, whoa, you know, uh, you know, I was like, holy crap, this is gonna be a long trip, but everything else was fine. Um, But when we got into uh, New Mexico, uh, after we left Albuquerque, which was, which was really pretty, Albuquerque is really, really pretty. But once you leave Albuquerque, we went through Roswell and that stretch from Albuquerque to like Roswell was like 150 miles of nothing dude i'm talking zero no gas stations desert like it was it was crazy and i was freaking out because my my u-haul was getting like six miles to the gallon oh, shit. sorry uh you know uh, those people that hate gasoline and shit but uh so i told chris i was like man you better fuel up and you know hopefully your truck gets gets through it because there's there is literally nothing out there so it was a long haul you know is it was he scary. gonna i was on the is he going to go a different route or is he going to? No, he's, he's, no, he's going the same route apparently. So, okay. 
So it's just, uh, and luckily we had my wife behind me. So if anything happened, I could jump in the vehicle with her and we could go do what we needed to. But honestly, I had zero problems. I had no, like, no issues whatsoever. And it was smooth. It just was like the first day was 18 hours of driving. Yeah. Uh, and we, we did make some, some pit stops, but, you know, to eat and the dog, we had the dogs. So it was a long day uh, to get to Salt Lake City. And, and so we were, we're still pretty burnt out, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, it's like we got here and then we're unloading the trailer. So, yeah, no, that's going to be, uh, that's like a couple of weeks of just recovery. Because, I mean, you still have a shitload of boxes to unpack, too, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've got, like, the kids' rooms are good. Um, we got them all done. The living room is is pretty good. We still have to, like, hang stuff. I mean, that's really, like, the decor part. Um, our bedroom needs to be completely redone. Um, and then this room that I'm in right now, which is kind of our guest room slash my toy room, uh, that stuff needs to get done. But, okay. it's, it's, dude, it's... It's pretty close. It's not far. It's not far. Okay, so when I come down there and I have to stay in your house, I'll be staying in the toy you're room. In my, you're in my toy room, bro. Okay, all right. We're gonna have like a queen bed in here or something in here, and then uh, I have like I just went and bought like some bookcase. You know that bookcase that I had? Yeah. In the old podcast room, uh, I got three more, and then I'm gonna buy like three or four more hopefully today, and then uh, yeah, you're okay. gonna be surrounded by toys. You're gonna feel like you're in the in the fucking childhood era. Yeah, yourself, dude. So. Well, you should have a couple dolls, just creepy dolls, just sitting at the edge of the bed, staring at me. And then I, I'll yeah, feel, I, I'll feel okay. Yeah. Funny you say that. My grandma actually gave me her uh, porcelain dolls. So oh, I no. have a box of those. And when you come, I will be sure to put those on the bed for you. Oh, dear Lord. No, nah, it, it, it's <laughs> good. I, I can definitely, uh, I definitely miss, you know, that one thing I say is I miss like, you know, I, I'm going to miss my friends. That's for sure, dude. With you, Alex, all the guys, that's the only thing that's like, damn it. You know, I can't just like, we can't just hang out right now because there's, the, you know, the good food and like, there's so much going on here. So just, I wish you guys were a part of it, but um, I'm going to be seeing you guys soon. So, yeah. Well, so I was telling Chris and my wife uh, that I'm planning on going down there early January ish. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. I was going to see what kind of is going on around then, you know, with you guys, with drinking bros. So that way, dude, I'm open to shit whenever you want. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I, I told everybody the same thing, dude. Like, um, we'll have plenty of space, whether it's in the room or if we have a couple people here. I know, like, uh, and we talked about the, my old band guys, Alex and Tex and, and Logan. Um, there's possibly recording like 30 minutes from us uh in dripping springs area oh, in january so it's gonna be up and around the area okay and obviously my house is an open book for everybody if you guys want to come visit dude this is not a problem at all so hell yeah bro yeah how's just... it how, listen here's the deal i haven't been uh unfortunately we talked right before the we were showing here like i haven't i haven't had the opportunity to be on tiktok i haven't had the opportunity to get on my news speeds that i normally follow instagram so I'm, I'm short on the uh, the news. Yeah. But uh, I heard that Biden went to the congressional baseball game and was booed. I don't. I, did you see that? Oh no, bro. Like I'm. I've been in the same boat. I've been working on like strange sauna stuff and just like kind of trying to pump out content for Patreon. And yeah, yeah there's been a lot of strange shit that I'm just like, okay, yeah, here we are again. You know, I know that. Uh, Joe Biden, he actually went to Oregon the other day. 
Yeah, because he's concerned. Yeah, Is he concerned? Yes, they're concerned. Uh, Oregon is, um, so the race. Yeah, the, it's uh, turning Republican, governor. right? It's it's really, really, really tight. And so they were saying that because he was there, I think, like four to five, six months ago. I mean, he came, remember, I don't know if you remember him coming through, but he went to Portland and Seattle and um, they needed to go back. I mean, they had to go back because um, they felt like they the race was too tight and they needed to try to like promote that yeah there's that chick that's running i can't think of her name off the top of my head and unfortunately i don't have my ipad but she's got the short hair your typical you know liberal you know let's indoctrinate your kids kind of vibe yeah. shit is she a taxidermist so by like, the chance you... uh maybe does she stuff um, like dead animals with uh you know cotton and portray them around yeah, the house maybe. <laughs> yeah i mean she's, you know she's not uh she's kind of like that She's got the hair. Oh, she doesn't boy. have the hair color. Um, and she doesn't have the weight. Uh, generally, you know, yeah. the weight is a little in, in the Portland. But, um, yeah, she's the, uh, you know, pro everything. And uh, and then you got the two gals. One of them's not in contention. But, you know, they're they're pumping out the NRA ads saying, you know, these guys are endorsed by the NRA. They're evil. Yeah. Um, so Biden needs to go in there and try to, like, figure out, you know, what he can do. Because Oregon is uh, – even more, I'd say Inslee and Washington is probably a little bit more um, stronghold than than Kate Brown was. Mm. Uh, but Kate Brown's not even running, and I think Oregon, Portland's so bad that I think people are willing to try something new, dude. And that would be uh, Oregon would be a crazy switch. Um, but even with the switch, I'm not convinced that uh, real change is going to happen there for years. Um, it's yeah. going to be tough. The city councils in Portland, um, the mayor of Portland, like all that, the DAs, all that stuff is so blue still that I don't know what a governor would actually be able to accomplish. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like if you had Trump come in, right? You know, he can only do so much, but I mean, there's a lot of corruption around the world or around this country. But Andy No was reporting that there were multiple shootings in Portland as President Biden was arriving. And then um, there was actually death threats against Biden from Antifa members. This says, yeah, so that's the, oh, go ahead. Yeah, this says comrades of the Antifa Portland member running an Instagram account are calling for at POTUS and his family, as well as the family of Mayor Ted Wheeler to be assassinated during the presidential visit to Portland. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, you know, watch who you're being friends with. You know, the, that's... <clears throat> Jerry Nadler coming out saying, like, they don't even exist. You remember that shit? Like, the penguin? Yes. Uh, you guys have allowed these groups to fester and not acknowledge them. And then they go after, like, the January 6th committee full force, right? But Antifa's, if you really look, Antifa's the one that's causing more damage, billions of dollars of damage. Uh, and they've allowed it to happen. And so... Well, and they're threatening like people's lives, too. Well, yeah, yeah, but like that's true you know, domestic they're, they're terrorism. Peaceful protesting. These are all peaceful protesters, and obviously that's some of the George Floyd stuff that was going on, which Antifa were definitely mixed in with that group. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, uh, I mean, they don't like anybody, and so if you remember in Portland, Ted Wheeler was out there protesting with Antifa, getting tear gassed by the police, and then within a month they were at his apartment wanting to burn down his apartment. So you yep. can't be friends with people. 
And you would think that Biden's administration would know that, but they don't. So it's it's they get what's coming to them, man. Yeah, dude, this says Antifa tried to find out where at POTUS was staying in Portland by sending their comrades to pretend to be visitors getting into the hotel. And then it says one of the comrades suggested that the hotel location information should have been used by one of them to kill Biden. Dude. So Antifa is actually trying to kill the president. And then they're t- they're concerned about extreme right wing fashions of this yeah. nation. Wouldn't you call that a terrorist group? Yeah. yeah, that is domestic terrorism, right? I mean, threatening to kill the president, especially as an organization, that mm-hmm. is a terrorist group. And here's the deal: I hate I I hate Biden. I I literally can't stand the guy. I think he's a buffoon. But no one wants somebody to get murdered, right? No. Like that's no one wants to see a, a president or a person get assassinated. So I definitely don't want that. No one wants that. They just want him out of office. He's too old. So why is the FBI not going after these Antifa groups? Exactly. Like they're not. They're, they're, you just find their parents and look in the basement, and they're there. They're they're not like far from there. You know. Yeah, yeah. You'll see Billy downstairs. Uh, his mother yeah. Nancy is you know feeding him ham sandwiches. I'm sure. And yeah, you got to follow the Cheeto. You know, like your little fingerprints from after you eat Cheetos. They're they're like literally. You can see them. Because uh, they just eat Cheetos all day long. I oh, guarantee yeah. it. Did I, takis? I still remember when Crowder infiltrated their uh, Kung Fu group or whatever. Like they had some sort of training downstairs in a basement somewhere. I had a bookstore off of Pal Books, I believe it was. Oh. Um, There's like a little uh, Antifa hall. Uh, and they were talking about weapons training and uh, knives and stuff, you know, and how to defend yourself. <laughs> like, it's a LARPing group, dude. You know when you go to the lake and you see those kids that are just sitting out in the park LARPing? Like, that's what they do. So Yeah, for sure, dude. So we'll see. And then what do you think about this video that came out? So there was a video that came out about Pelosi during the Capitol riot. And it was basically a film crew, like, walking around with her. So people are saying, okay, well, so obviously this was premeditated. You had a film crew in there recording you while these riots were happening you kind of knew what was going to happen and she was basically saying like if trump doesn't get out of the white house i'm i'm gonna go punch him in the face i'm gonna knock him out that's what nancy pelosi says well i mean like maybe like a titty punch she's got enough oh yeah dude yeah like an utter will poke his eye out or something you know yeah breast milk well, hold on. Uh, can you he- let me know if you can hear this? Can you hear this? Okay. No. Okay. Well, then I just I will uh, scrap that. Yeah. So anyway, it's, it's okay. just yeah. It's 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 it weird, is, dude. It's weird that like that she. I mean, what, when you say a, a camera crew, like, is it a person with an iPhone? I mean, or is it like a legitimate crew? Dude, it, this seems to be like a legitimate crew. They have uh, CNN. It's a CNN exclusive. Oh, well, CNN was covering this, but this is like a legit camera. You could tell like it's it's not just a, a cell phone. Okay. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that they I think that they knew what was coming. I think they oh, wanted yeah. it to happen that way. Yeah, we've talked about that. And it, I didn't know that she had footage, which is, I think, even more like damning on their part. And it should raise eyebrows. Like, why, you know, if this was like this 
random chaos that has you know that happened was overwhelming how are you prepared for that random chaos with a camera crew unless it just was like pure coincidence that they were just filming you in the office and then all of a sudden shit happens yeah but yeah i think nobody wants to film that I, I think there was more camera crew members than there was uh, National Guard there. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she requested well, yeah. at least, uh, you know, 25 to 50 camera crew members and then zero National Guard, so. Yeah. I. That's going to come out someday, man. Like, th- this whole Jan 6 stuff is going to come out someday. Yeah. And I think it's going to be... I, <clears throat> I'm not really into the whole, like, y- you know this, like, I, I'm a doubter that anything ever gonna is gonna happen with the Clintons or, you know, I just feel like it's so, it's so rigged and so like, you know, with all the DA and the prosecutors and judges, like I just don't see it happening. It's but deep, man. I do. It's deep, and I do think that January 6 will come out sometime. I do think that that's the one that will show that it wasn't as bad as they made it out to be, and not only that, but they wanted it to happen mm-hmm. and to you know make it a political, you know, thing. So yeah, hopefully that comes out. I think that they'll turn it into like this heroic thing. Like, Hey, if this didn't happen, we wouldn't have gotten rid of the, uh, the, uh, the abuser in power, Donald Trump. We would have never gotten rid of him, you know? So we had to yeah. kind of do this. Yeah. I think that I that's think something. They'll yeah. 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 And, and I don't know if that changes people's minds. Like, honestly, like uh, that's the other part of it is like, even if something comes out, does it change your vote? Does it change the average person's vote? And and I'm not convinced that it does. And you know, it's, uh, and I was listening to Rogan. I went on a Rogan Joe Rogan binge on oh, my yeah. trip because he just has he has such a great guest on, dude. But you know, he was saying that like you know people are so red or blue that like you know it doesn't matter what you say or what comes out that like they will still vote for the blue you know um they're gonna vote for joe biden no matter what like even if the sun came out and and live was like snorting coke up at the podium and he was snorting it with him like they'd still vote for him that's that's where we're at and that's really it's just parmesan cheese dave okay well you know (laughs) that or i don't know no and like how many times does joe biden have to sniff a young girl's hair in order to not be creeped out i mean i have a video that was like uh, that I did save to TikTok the other day, and I, obviously I can't I can't play it right now. But there was a Joe Biden was um, at one of his things, and there was like a gal. Maybe you've seen this, but there was like a lady, yeah. and he was they're doing like a photo shoot, okay? <clears throat> and this guy's filming it, and he's standing right next to Joe Biden, like Joe Biden's head's like here, and Joe Biden has his hand on this lady's shoulder, and they're taking photos and shit. And this guy's filming, looking at the camera, like, dude, are you catching this shit, right? And he's like, let, let me tell you something, lady. Uh, I tell my daughters this, like, don't be in a serious relationship until you're 30. And oh, he's yeah, like dude. rubbing her shoulders. Oh, God. He dude. says, no, serious, guys, tell you're 30. <laughs> he's rubbing her. Yes. Oh. And then you know, get the secret service that's behind him, like, tap him on the shoulder, like, we need to go. You know, it's like, it's like babysitting a toddler, dude. But a guy... Just zero control over what's going through his dome, which shocking that he hasn't said, like, my son loves crack and I support it, you know? Well, it's a toddler who loves to uh, grope young girls. I mean, this guy, this guy cannot keep his hands off of uh, young children. 
And I'm just like, what? Well, I will say, to be fair, there's a there's a lot of old people who um who they get to an age where they just they stare. You know, they're just kind of like, fuck life. I'm oh yeah, stare pretty women. You know, like yeah, dude, it's those I, old I, guys I, at the gym. I've I've literally seen like old dudes at the gym. They're on a treadmill and like a girl will walk by, yeah. And they they literally just they turn yeah. they turn their neck. Their their whole body is like going like this, and they just sit there and stare. I'm like, dang, yeah. dude. Dude, I I don't know if I told you this story, but it was like uh, my one of my last days of work, um, and it, there was this guy that we got in on occasions, and he had a fuck. He had a, one of those voice. On there, you know, and he's he was shopping with us, <clears throat> he shopped with us every like couple weeks, he'd be in and stuff. And he was kind of, uh, I don't know, he's kind of like a rude guy, like he just was like with his voice box, you know, he would say, like, you know, fucking bullshit, you know. Oh, yeah. And uh, this lady came in, I was helping him out, and this lady comes into this, this next register and was getting helped out, and he was just staring at her, dude, like, he literally his whole body just staring at this girl. She was probably like 25 attractive woman. And this guy's 60 something, just gruff, like trucker biker looking guy. And he's like, <laughs> I, I thought that he said something inappropriate. And so I was trying to, you know, like, whoa, okay. You know, he was like something about like, I want her. I want, like he was saying it through his book. Uh -huh. I want her. I want her, you know? And, uh, I was like, geez. And he left at the same time she did. And I was like, crap, dude, like, hopefully he doesn't like imposter in the parking <laughs> <clears throat> Well, come to find out, I was, I was making judgments because he didn't say I want her. What he was saying was I want her number. Mm. And so he got out to her car, loaded up his truck, and she's loading her stuff. And he went over, like, walked over to her car. And I'm watching this, like, making sure nothing's going down. And he asked if he could, if he could take her cart back for her with the voice box. So yeah. that was challenging. And she said, no, I'm fine, blah, blah, blah. And then she got in her car and he went up to her window. And he was like, asked her on a date. Like, he asked her out to dinner and if, if she would like to join him for dinner and take her out to a movie. Yeah. And I'm like, and she said, no, obviously. Hey, you got to try. Two things. A, old people don't give a shit about anything. They have no, like, no shame. They'll do whatever necessary. Hell yeah, dude. And B, good for him for having the balls to do that. I mean, she was a highly attractive woman. He's obviously an older guy with a voice box. So, you know, he got a hole in his neck and he's like, fuck it, dude. I don't give a shit. I'm going to try. You never so, know. What if she's like into that shit? She's like, oh, is that a hole in your neck? I love that. Maybe. You know I what mean, I mean? Maybe. There's a chance. But to wrap it back around, like old people just don't care. And I think Joe Biden's proving that there is no filter when it comes to older age, you know what I mean? Like, especially men. Uh, so say that's a bad thing or a good thing, but somebody needs to keep him away from the hair. I think a hair is the bigger problem. Dude, hair, he can't stay away from it. Or no, and I'm cool with him. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not cool with it, but like, obviously it, he's going to find women attractive. He's a, he's a man. I'm sure Trump did the same thing. It's just not as obvious. I'm sure Bush did the same thing. Um, Bill Clinton. It's one thing to like recognize beauty it's another thing to like, like snort balls of hair. You know what I'm saying? And that's what he's doing. <laughs> Dude, they should just uh, like for Christmas, send him one of those, uh, you know, like those hair, hair extensions and they're made oh, of actual yeah. human hair. <laughs> you know, they yeah. should send him like a locket of those, you know, like multiple samples, like 10 different yeah. samples. 
he could probably uh, sniff the nationality. Like this is from China. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I smell a Uyghur Muslim. Yes, I. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. He would know exactly yeah, they where could, they, they came could from. Just change, you know, the hair club for men. That's literally just change it from dye to just like cl- clips of hair. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Like I, that. I, well, I don't like that, but I think he would like that for I sure. I think we should start it. Uh, you know, a chain here. We should start it for maybe, him. Maybe we can. Uh, maybe we can like start something with our followers that like every, you know when you get your hair cut put a little in a baggie and just send it to the president and then see <laughs> how much hair we can all send to him. and yes. it'll be in the news like, why why are people sending hair clippings to the president well you know sometimes good sense you, you need to have it you know uh what is your opinion on kanye west coming out saying white lives I'm matter cool i love it why not yeah do you think he's trying to uh, yeah, do I mean, something uh, like political, though? Dude, everything is. Come on, man. Everything is political. There's always a motive behind everything. So um, I was watching this guy, and I, I can't think of his name, but he's um, he's really good friend. I don't know if it was a producer, a black gentleman, and they were asking him on a different podcast like what his take was on the Kanye situation with the shirts. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> the guy said, I'd wear the same shirt. And the, and the guy's like, dude, why? Like, why would you do that, man? Like, you don't think that that's going against, like, the whole movement? And he said, I've known Kanye for years. He goes, Kanye's wife or, you know, Kim at the time, she's white. His kids are mixed. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And this guy, this, this producer is like, my wife is white. My kids are mixed. I have three kids. They're, they're mixed children. Like, what kind of message am I sending that, like, Black Lives Matter when their mother is white, when they're half white, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have no, I don't care. And I know that there are people that do care. I don't care, dude. Like, I'm not into this whole all lives matter stuff. I'm, I'm with that. Like, and people say that the uh, Black Lives Matter was, there was meaning behind it. It was a movement to try to just push up the idea of Black Lives Matter. But no one's concerned. Everybody knows that. That's what bothers me is I don't know what part of the world you're in or what part of the country you're in, but 99% of the people recognize that black lives matter. You know what I'm saying? That all lives matter. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah. So that's, that's when I saw that. I saw him with, um, uh, who was it? Uh, Candace, Candace Owens. Yeah, and they were both wearing like the the Black Lives Matter thing. I thought that they were just trying to do like this big political thing. I don't know if he's going to try to run again. No, and he also had the uh, God. I can't think who it was, but he had another photo where um, the daughter of somebody, some some, I can't think of who it was off the top of my head, but Lenny Kravitz. I don't even know who it was, but she was wearing a shirt. I think people were wearing the shirt, and yes, it's. You know, it's Kanye, bro. He's Kanye wants a little bit of money. He's a great businessman. Let's be real. He's, you know, his merchandise, his clothing line is expensive as shit. People still buy that crap left and right. You know, yeah, the ugly boots. Hey, man. I mean, listen, whatever works, whatever sells. But I'm just, yeah, I I think that's partly political. And I also think that Kanye is is a smart human. And I think he knows that he's got influence. And I think he's, He's just trying to push the boundaries. And I do believe that he genuinely thinks that. I honestly believe that he believes that white lives matter. So I, I, I don't know. I think the whole thing's stupid. Just we should just stop all of it because it's dumb. It, yeah, exactly. That's my whole thing. Is it's like, you know, 
you're either you're so far left or you're so far right that it's just like, okay, when you hear things like that, you're going to think, oh, white lives matter. You freaking racist. You're bigot, dude. You know, so I'm just like, okay, what's the point of this? What are we trying to do? Is he trying to stir the pot? I don't know. But well, one thing that bothers me about it, honestly, is that and we've talked about this, that the BLM movement and a lot of these like fringe groups really kind of surface around election time. And so you've got the 2022 elections coming up really quick. You know what I'm saying? And it's weird that they are the ones that are bringing back that talk again. It, this time, because think about it. I mean, we haven't on this podcast, we have not really talked about like BLM for quite a while in mm-hmm. any, any length of time. And so now that 2022 is coming up here with these elections, it's Kanye and Candace that are actually bringing back the white lives matter, which is going to reignite the black lives matter. Yeah. And we're going to have that same, same shit again, which we've talked about that. It, there's a spike every time there's an election. season. Yeah. So it's like, are they doing it on purpose? Don't know. Possibly. I mean, yeah, I think <clears throat> unfortunately for BLM, I think that the movement has significantly died. Um, especially when you look at the founders who have just spent millions of dollars on themselves and buying homes. Exactly. And, and, you know, and the one thing that, 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 that producer guy or whoever that was, that was talking about Kanye said was like the fact that we don't recognize in the black community. And obviously I'm not black. So this is what he was saying. Um, the fact that we don't recognize how influential the white community has been for the black community, you can say all the negatives, but he said specifically something like, who taught you how to read? It wasn't your parents. I guarantee it. It wasn't the, your parents. It was the teachers. It was your white teacher. It was your, you know, who who helped you get lunch when you couldn't afford lunch? It was your some white administrator, you know. That's his words, not mine. Yeah. But his point ultimately was like, most people, black, white, Asian, doesn't matter, are good. And they want to help people. Well, yeah, and you're going to have some influence from every race, from every skin color in your, in your life. And they're going to teach you how to do things. They're going to influence your life in a good way and sometimes in a bad way, but there's, it's, you're, you're, you're it's not, encounters. yeah, it's yeah. not like completely black and white. And some are going to be like really nice. Some of them are going to be like rough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, being here in Texas, like it's, it's diverse as shit, bro. Like it is great. It's like really, really nice, man. There's every cultures here. There's a crazy amount of like, you know, everyone, every variety of person you could possibly imagine. And my neighbor, he's a black gentleman, came over, dude, and was his name's Johnny Bond, bro. Super chill. John Bond. Super fucking. I'm just saying, like, to me, it's not weird. You know what I mean? Like, I don't look at things in a race situation. I know you don't either. Like, we just don't do that. Most people vast majority of people do not do that mm-hmm. somebody comes up and introduces themselves you introduce yourself you have a conversation we start talking about legos and shit he's into legos that's easy stuff man everybody's relatable you know what i'm saying like you can relate to anybody so like i just don't understand why people get so hung up on these small incidents of, of like terrible shit whether it's like a, a police shooting or you know, just whatever it is man it's always a hang up for everyone and it turns into something that it shouldn't be it's one situation yeah well hopefully so, hopefully uh people can see through it this time i don't know we'll see what happens but i'm just hoping that people can actually see that yeah this is an exploitation kind of method that they're trying to take over certain people 
for voting tactics, and that's pretty much it. And then once the voting season is over, they'll just kind of kick you out of the van. You know what I mean? How how are you feeling about this uh, in November? Uh, I feel like it's going to be weird. I think that I'm calling an internet power outage during the actual election because I think that they're going to try to delay the results. You know what I mean? Or at least kind of throw it up so where now you have this, uh, you know, if you do have an electronic kind of way of voting and that goes out, can you can you say that it's not vulnerable to attacks? Can you say that it hasn't been changed? You know, like yeah. the integrity of the data that is within that voting system now can be corrupted if the internet goes out. Because if the internet goes out, what if somebody else logged in into like a backdoor channel and changed the data and they changed who was voted for? You know what yeah. I mean? So I feel like gonna that, that's going to be gonna an be excuse. Yeah, and I think it's... I will say this, though. Yeah. Like, even even for us who I feel like we're, you know, we, we're trying to be as, like, eyes open as possible with everything. Like, the last election... You remember, like when they were tallying votes up, and it was getting late, dude. It was it was fucking midnight, mm-hmm. and there was nothing wasn't finished yet. Everybody needs to go to bed, you know. So we all went to sleep. We woke up. We looked at the charts. We're like, holy fuck! Look at that spike. <laughs> yeah, you know the spike. Yeah, I do think that the one positive is is people are a little more aware of of what's going on and what went on, whether they want to say it out loud or not, and. I think people are more willing to stay up and keep an eye on shit even longer to see what's going on uh, and not just go to bed and everything will be figured out in the morning. Um, people are going to have more eyes on the situation. So it's going to, it is going to get harder for them to do things. I'm not saying they won't, not saying that they aren't going to, but it's going to be harder for them to do things unrecognized because I think there's a lot more eyes on this election and to see how if something funny happens, if something fishy happens, Boy, you're giving ammo right to the right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, dude. All right, guys. We're going to take a quick break from our show and talk to you about our sponsors. Aura. Mm. The way we use the internet has changed dramatically over the last decade, but security tools have mostly stayed the same. Aura provides complete digital security to help protect your online accounts, finances, and devices, and much more, all in one easy-to-use app. Yeah, with Oreo, you'll get alerted to fraud and threats fast. Like if your online accounts or passwords were leaked online, or if someone tries to open a bank account in your name, they offer a $1 million in identity theft insurance to help recover those stolen funds, and you get an experienced crew to help you out. Hell yeah, and it's easy to use, easy to set up, and the dashboard is elegant. Elegant, right? So elegant. Yes, for a limited time, Aura is offering our listeners a 30-day free trial when you visit Aura.com slash pardon. Go to Aura.com slash pardon to get complete protection, huge savings, and a 30-day free trial. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A dot com slash pardon. Guys, Aura is the new standard in digital security. It is worth having in your back pocket. Hell yes. We all have it. We love it. Protect yourself. Protect your family. Mm-hmm. And protect your health, right? Try to. Quitting smoking sucks, right? The cold turkey method. It's not going to cut it. That's why you got to check out tools such as Fume. They can help you out. Yeah, Fume is a natural inhaler designed for a better, safer, and natural way to quit cigarettes. It's a no-smoke, no-vape, no-nicotine replacement for the hand-to-mouth habit of smoking. Mm -mm -mm. Fume handcrafts wooden inhalers that use cores that are infused with plant oils that are studied to curb your cravings. They have flavors like peppermint and conquer with minty notes that simulate menthol cigarettes. 
And they also have other flavors like Cozy Chai and Lemon Berry Bliss for that sweeter experience. Yeah, all those flavors, 100% natural. No harmful chemicals, no artificial flavors, and absolutely no nicotine. We know that quitting is tough, but fume can really help. And guys, there are thousands upon thousands of five-star reviews where this worked for people that had no other option. Hell yeah, many people are using it and they are blown away with how much it has helped with their cravings. Whether you are a smoker or an ex-smoker who still struggles with those cravings, Fume is the perfect tool for you. Head to breathefume.com pardon and use the promo code pardon to save 10% off of your entire order. Yeah, that is B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M dot com backslash pardon. Use the promo code pardon. 10% off your entire purchase and maybe 10% added to your life. There you go. Say. Yeah. And not off your life. your life. This will help save your life. Do it, people. It'll help you out. It's good stuff, man. Well, yeah. so what do you think about China and Taiwan? Because we had Xi Jinping. He opens up his annual CCP conference and announces full control of Hong Kong and says that Taiwan is next. Yeah. I mean, you knew that that was the situation though. Like they, Taiwan has always been theirs. They consider it to be theirs. And so, yeah, I, he, he recognized as his, like, that's what we talked about a couple months back with, uh, with Pelosi going over there. Right. Mm-hmm. Was like engaging, uh, war. Obviously if we want to say and fight for Taiwan as a free country, then they're going to take that as a threat. To yeah. Their land, well, right? to be fair, I mean, Nancy had a lot of money to be made. So she went over just to make sure is this chip deal still going to go down here, you guys? Okay. Cause we've got a big vote coming up here and I have stocks that I need to make money on. So are we still going to be doing this? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, then uh, I'll go back and I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that I sell all my stuff so that way it doesn't look so funny. Cause remember, she sold all of her stocks in her, her big chip fund, whatever. So, yeah, it was very interesting. Uh, I mean, are you insinuating that like what, what's your what's your take on it? Because so yeah, I think obviously like yeah, if you look at oh, Hong if you look at Hong Kong, Hong Kong was protesting before the big C little V happened, right? And they had the big umbrella protest. They had protests pretty much every freaking week, every day or something, right? And then the big C came down, clamped down Hong Kong, clamped down the whole country, the whole world. And it didn't take what it took, what, less than a couple months for them just to really occupy Hong Kong. Now they've taken Hong Kong completely over and they're saying that Taiwan is next. So what are they going to do to kind of shut down Taiwan so that way they have to kind of get in there and, and take control? That's what I'm kind of looking at. I don't know that they have to, I don't know that they have to do anything. I I, like, it's kind of, to me, it's a, it's a stall right now. It's a checkmate situation. Checkmate's the wrong word. You're, you're stalled out. Um, Stalemate? They have, they, a stalemate. Yeah. They have control of Taiwan. Technically. Uh, The people aren't like uprising like they were in Hong Kong. It's its own little area. So as far as I think China's concerned, like, if 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 America and any other country goes in to support them, that would be an act of war. You know what I'm saying? If we go in there, send troops over there, send ships to, you know. But as far as it is right now, like we pretty much had this hands-off take. Like we support Taiwan, but we support China. Uh that's the Biden administration. 
Mm-hmm. So there's no reason to do anything because there's no acts going on. There's no aggression happening. Like they can just still claim that it's theirs and they don't really need to do anything until Taiwan does what Hong Kong did, right? Where they go to the streets and they say, we're, we're fucking done. Or until we send ships over there or until we come out publicly and say, if China does X, Y, and Z that we're going to do A, B, and C, there's nothing that's going to happen. Like they're just going to continue to say they own it and that they run it. And Taiwan's going to continue to do Taiwan things. So I, yeah, I'm, I I'm, I'm curious to see what would happen if China does take over Taiwan, not just in a, like a response militarily from the United States, but just in the world of, uh, items and goods, like what will happen to computers, TVs, electronics, what will happen to that realm in the market? I mean, are you are you insinuating that they would come over and just control their economics? Is that what you're, what you're talking about? Yeah, I think so. And then shut off certain parts of the world if they deem it necessary to. So not, that you know. to me, yeah. So I feel like that to me is going to lead to uh, aggression. So like. They, they Taiwan produces a lot of goods, like you were saying. There's a lot of computer stuff. There's a lot of like uh, electronics. A lot of things coming out of Taiwan. They have like an amazing system. I mean, Taiwan's pumping out a lot of shit. Um, it seems like they're compared to China, they're relatively fair. I, I think, and I could be wrong, but I feel like they treat their workers better and shit um, than than China does. I think if you're gonna, if you go and if I don't know that they're gonna do that, man. Like, I don't know that they're going to do that. Like, go in and just take control. Like, I don't know if China has the... I don't know. If they do that, I think America is going to go... I think America is going to go over there. You're talking yeah. about disrupting a lot a lot of goods, like you were saying. I, I think somebody is going to do something about that. Yeah, this is a, an article from Salon, so you know it's good, okay? Salon Magazine, yeah. everybody. This says the Ukraine isn't the world's only nuclear flashpoint. Taiwan crisis is getting ugly. And this is talking about the tensions ratcheting up between the United States, China and Taiwan. So we'll see what happens. But I, you know, if if this happens within the next couple of weeks, I mean, what the election is in. Oh, boy. What do we got here? Less than a month. Yeah, a little little less than a month because um. It'll be about three weeks, three, four weeks-ish. Yeah, three weeks-ish. But, I mean, you're talking any any day now. If this happens before the election or during the election, that's going to be a large distraction, right? Yes. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know exactly what the rules are because there's so many different rules and stuff that happen with the elections as far as if the country is under attack during an election, what are the rules? If the country has to go to war during an election, what are the rules? You know, <laughs> I, I mean, don't... we've been we've been in war with elections. I, I really don't think it changes that much. They just get the military is able to vote, you know, by mail. I would imagine, or by you know their bases and stuff that they're located in. I, I don't know. If it's going to change that much, dude. They might okay. want it to, and they might try to do that. I don't. There's to me, like, I don't think we're going to be involved in the next month at all. Um, even if China acts, I, I like it takes time for us to like get over there and do things and like make, but 
I would want to know, like, how much does if Taiwan is owned by China, if it's part of their territory, I'm curious if they get any kickback from Taiwan. You know, like, it, does any money go into the CCP mm. from Taiwan goods? If it does, and I don't know this, maybe somebody listening does, but if it does, why would you interfere with it? If they're not being taken over or being like occupied by the uh, by the states here or occupied by Britain or somebody like that, why would they mess with what's been working if they have money coming in? You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I mean, it's I it's I think it's the argument between 20 percent and 100 percent. So if you get 20% kickback from Taiwan where you could be actually making 100% of all the profits, uh, yeah, let's sure. go take that. Well, the pro- I, I think what, one of the problems that you have with it is, is you saw how many people in Hong Kong came out. I mean, it was crazy, right? Yeah. And so China is, and I've said this about the Democrats, man, you, you, there's a point where you do too much. Like uh, people will fall in line for stupid shit like the stuff that we just go like what the fuck are they doing trans rights people just, no. yeah yeah people just ignore it and move on with their day most of the time but when it comes to like the lockdowns here in the states it woke people up because it was too much too fast too much of a power grab too fast and so my thing is with hong kong they're already on edge about china you know what I'm saying? They're already like, they want to do their own thing. They want to be free. Yeah. Taiwan wants to be independent. China can do this stuff, but I'm just saying at a certain point that people, their people are going to go like, man, fuck this government, dude. Like this shit, we got to stop it. They're going to ask for help. And then, yeah, it's going to get messy from that point. I don't know if China really wants to do that. Mm, it says China says it reserves the right to use force over Taiwan. I know uh, they, they, they say that. That's what I'm saying. Listen, China to me, I I don't buy into the paper tiger stuff where they're they're not really as powerful. I think they are very powerful, but I also think they're not stupid, and I think that they know that going into this like starting to do all this crap is going to lead to something and i don't know at the end of the day they want that something to really really happen because if you think about it uh china has not invaded anyone and and this was actually talked about on joe rogan's podcast and i i don't know if it was with tim kennedy or somebody but china does not invade people like they do they do warfare in a different kind of way they do warfare by economics they do warfare by money so yeah. at the end of the day, well, I mean, and then infiltrating positions of power and bribery. I mean, spying. there's that way. Spying. Yeah, no, yeah, spying and whatnot. But I'm saying as far as like what Russia is doing with Ukraine, they don't do that. Mm. They haven't done that where they take military, move it into another country. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not their MO. And I, and I do yeah. think that's important uh, because I think that like they've been doing things I don't want to say they're smart, but they've been manipulating and gaining power based off of just up here. What can we, how can we fuck people over and make them pay more money knowing that they're not going to say anything about it? Yeah. Owning businesses, owning sports franchises, movies, Hollywood. Yeah. Reproducing goods, reproducing iPhones, reproducing technology. They literally create everything everybody else does. So at the end of the day, I, I like, I don't know that they really want to actually go to war. And I do think that their country, uh, and I can't remember the gentleman's name, but was talking about uh, China 2050. They're going to have, they're going to be 600 million people 
they're going to lose 600 million people. We're in 2030. They're, they're going to have more retirees than people coming up into the workforce. Oh, that's right. And, yep. and so you have a situation where you have a country who is huge, but because of whether it be law or whether it be because of, you know, the male female ratio or whatever it may be, they're not producing children. They're not producing a younger generation. And they're saying by 2050, they could have 600 million people in that country compared to the 1.1 billion that they have now. Yeah. That is a significant loss. And they are on the downhill right now. Russia's dealing with the same thing. Yeah. I've actually so, heard the argument the same for the United States as far as the money that goes into, like the tax money that goes into the retirement funds, like the four, not the 401, but the, um, what is the, the retirement fund that FDR so Social Security. Yeah. So the the amount of working bodies is not as much as the the amount. We don't have the bodies to pay for the people who are going to retire like the boomers. The the boomers age is all getting ready to retire and we don't have enough money coming in to support that. Uh, okay. so I I'm not super smart on this situation. I haven't dived into this very much, but I will tell you, I think that's a crock of shit. Um, I think what has happened is that the government has borrowed against Social Security and 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 used money out of that program to fund other bullshit. And now they're paying the price and they're going to blame it on workforce. Yeah. But the, I mean, yes, there's a lot of people retiring, but we still are producing. If you actually look at numbers, and I don't have them on me. So, you know, take it for what it is. Take it with a grain of salt, if you will. But we're still producing children. The where you see the deep like people are not producing children are generally Democratic side left leaning. And they're because the women are deciding that they want to have careers. So they're not having children until they're 30, 40, which mm -hmm. is crazy in itself. But we, we've lost that idea of getting married at 20 something years old and yeah. having children before you're 30. Yep. I did. You did. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And, and I think I think I think you're right. I think they're blaming like what? How many billions that they just sent to Ukraine? Like, Dude, that really coming from somewhere. Bro. And if you think for a second that they're not tapping into social security, I mean, we've even heard like Bernie Sanders talking about them using social security and, and keeping that, you know, and I, I don't like Bernie that much, but I'm just saying, it, yeah, I think there's a, there is a difference. I think our government's stealing money from us yeah, and using it for bullshit and they don't want to say that. So they're going to say, you know, we are workforces. Exactly. Dude, I'm telling you, man, the one thing I will tell you from this trip that, I just took the drive over here is, and I did it when we were playing music, we used to play in a band obviously. And I know you didn't get to do that, but we went on tour and we got to travel around the, you know, this part of the country. And it was, it was amazing. What I'm now that I'm older, what I've noticed and what I was thinking was the entire trip was there is so much fucking empty space in this country. Like yeah. it's, it's the idea that like, everything is overpopulated is is bananas to me mm -hmm. the majority of my trip over here was desolate dude i mean salt lake <laughs> city was huge yeah. okay i mean you Salt like city and it was massive massive growing developing like insane leave salt lake city and the four three four or five hours that it was to get out of salt lake city was nothing new mexico was it Albuquerque, a big desert though not desert. No, there's hills and shit. I mean, okay. it's, it's New Mexico was plains, bro. I mean, New Mexico was literally uh, just fields. Just okay. As far as you could fucking see was just fields. Um, Utah was beautiful. I mean, uh, beautiful area. Uh, we were in 
Colorado for like an hour or two. I mean, it's just, there's a lot of open space. There's a lot of like fields, a lot of places for, or you could definitely grow crop if you wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm sure there's some stuff, but I just, I'm not going to subscribe to this fact that like, we're not, we're overproducing. The population is, is too damn much. I think it is in big cities and that's, and people live in big cities. So they just see, we were just in downtown Austin and, and this is a small city compared to most. Yeah. And it was fucking packed, bro. I'm, I'm talking like they had the football game going on. The university of Texas was playing. Yeah. And it was fucking packed. There's so many fucking people. And it's like, if you live in that, you think that you're overpopulated. Yeah. And I think that's the, the plan. Like we were talking, I think a couple episodes back where they want to move people into the big cities. So that way they can visually see it. Oh yes, we are on top of each other where there's too many people. We need to stop having kids, right? Yeah, and gas is more expensive. Food is more expensive, right? We're yeah. we're 15 minutes outside of Austin, um, so it's a fucking stone throw. You know, I can see the buildings, you know? So at the end of the day, it's like food costs more downtown. It costs more, you know, truckers don't want to drive downtown, so it costs a little bit more for them to ship them downtown. Yeah. Um, even gas, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the one thing, too, is like when I left Longview over there, I can't, I mean, it was like, Fucking five seventy five, five sixty, whatever it was for gas to fill my tank up. Yeah, I'm paying three dollars and eleven cents here. Three dollars oh, yeah? and eleven cents. There was some that was two ninety nine. Like, how is there? How in the world are we in a position where we have gas that's that radically different? Right. I was out in the middle of the desert and it was still three twenty nine. Yeah. They had to ship that shit all the way to the desert. <laughs> And then you're telling me Portland's seven dollars? That downtown Los Angeles is is ten dollars a gallon? Yeah, exactly. It's like by design. Yeah, yeah, it's right next to a port town, and it (laughs) that shit just comes right off the boat, right into the gasoline tanker, right into the uh, the AM PM, and it's it's that much more expensive. You know what I mean? Well, I'll just say this to you. I know we're going to be getting off of here, but I'll just say this, and and I've asked this question to you before. Why why do you think the Democrats are are doing this? Like they're hurting their own party. LA is predominantly blue. It is blue. It is a super blue. Yeah. Every stage of Los Angeles is blue. Every level. How is it that they are not wanting to lower the price of gasoline to get their voters to be happy? Right. Like, Cause they see it. How come Los? And they do. Joe Rogan talks about all these guys that are moving over here. Talk about it. How is it that they are okay with $11, $10 gas, $9 gas? And then people can see that in Texas, Utah, Wyoming, even like I'm sure Louisiana, $350, $325, $380, you know, like drastically cheaper and people know it. So why are they continuing to do it? Yeah, that's my whole thing is maybe they're just stuck in a bubble. You know, the, the, the Democrats that live in these deep blue cities – they're just stuck in that bubble and they're in that big city where they go, oh, we are overpopulated. Oh, gas is just so expensive. Oh, dear. Oh, my. There's nothing we can do. That's uh, that stupid Putin guy. You know, I'm sure it's this. He's causing all of our problems. It's the Putin price hike. You know what I mean? Like they're that sectioned off to where they don't open their eyes to be like, oh, wait, it's three dollars and 11 cents for a gallon of gas in Texas. What's so different about the gallon of gas over in Texas and the gallon of gas here in Los Angeles? Uh, so what are we doing here? You know what I mean? I, you know what the problem is? I think that, um, the people that have woken up are leaving those areas. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, and I think that they're understanding it. And what you're left with is low IQ people. And I'm Could not be. trying to be insulting to people that live in downtown. I don't think everybody is. But when you talk about the the low IQ voter for the Democratic side who doesn't want to acknowledge anything about anybody, that's all that's left in some of these areas. I mean, they literally are just zoned into one thing, one focus, and they want it. I think that's by design. They want the people in the cities that are the dumbest, that are not going to look up shit for themselves, yeah. that, are, that need the government to assist them. And they can fully control, even if they can't control the whole country, Greg, they can control Los Angeles. They yeah, can control New York City. It's the cave. The people are stuck in the cave in Plato's allegory of the cave, where you have the the shadowy, like the, 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 the people who are creating the shadows on the wall, the people watching the shadows on the wall are the people that are stuck in the cave. And that is L.A. That is, I mean, the whole West Coast. Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been real, Dave. You know, we're going to get off here. Um, Hopefully everything's going well. I can't wait to see you and Chris together kind of making things happen in the studio. So I'm looking forward to that. And then. Yeah, keep producing that good content. And uh, thanks for holding down the fort while we're we're changing up our lives here. Hell yeah, man. I think uh, I think over the next, you know, hopefully within the next like two weeks, we're like in in doing something. And now that I'm more set up here, but this is what we have to do for another week. Uh, Chris will be here in a week or actually not even a week. So we'll, we're going to do what we got to do over the next couple of weeks here. But I'm excited about the new studio, excited about the change. I fucking love it here already. Right it's on. Hot man. as fuck. Bro. I've, I, I'm, 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 my butt is leaking. Constantly. Uh, leaky butt uh, syndrome. Yeah, it's going to be like 94 degrees today, I think, or something like that. It's just, I don't know if that's accurate. It's somewhere around there. Yeah, and but, humid, no, too. I can't wait for you to come visit, dude. Uh, I can't wait to get everything uh, normal again. Hell yeah. And uh, we'll make this work, dude. It's going to be rad. Right on, brother. Okay, well, yeah, so I think tomorrow we'll air this episode. Then Tuesday we'll be doing a, a best of. And then Wednesday, hopefully we can get Chris on as well. And it'll be you and me and Chris. And we can do this yeah. kind of zoom type of thing for sure dude all right man we'll take it easy and then everybody until next time sayonara see you guys what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health Shop now at Hero.co.